0: U.S. special op vets are secretly planning to rescue Afghan allies. NSW eases COVID restrictions for vaccinated people. Vice News and others claim that U.S. Marines are neo-N-words and a judge strips an Illinois mom of custody of son until she gets vaccinated. We're going to go over all this madness in just one second. Please drop the video, like, subscribe to the post notifications on new video every single day. Also, if you can, please consider becoming a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon member. Link should be in my description. If you do any of those things, it'd be greatly appreciated. If you can't, if you're a cheap son of a B, I'm just kidding, go and at least subscribe to the podcast on all the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show, go rate five stars. Now let's get right into this. So U.S. Special Operations vets secretly rescue Afghan allies. A volunteer group of American veterans launched a mission Wednesday night to evacuate hundreds at-risk Afghan elite forces and their families. It's been tweeted out, break and report Operation Pineapple Express Road Team of retired U.S. vets rescue. Afghan allies during secret mission conducted without administration approval. The operation, dubbed Pineapple Express, is carried out by volunteer veterans and U.S. military, including Green Berets and SEAL Team commanders. It, you know it's a problem in this country. You know it's a problem with their leadership when vets and military members need to take things on their. Take it upon themselves to uh, do the failures, uh, fix the failures of this administration. The team has worked at night by moving people in very small groups or pairs, sometimes one person at a time, uh, to an international airport, while U.S. military members cannot leave the airport uh they have been supporting the Pineapple Express team as best as they can to smuggle people past checkpoint groups and using images of pineapples on their phones. Once they get to a certain point, members hold up the phone to get past. Retired Greenbrett c- commander said dozens of high risk individuals, families with small children, orphans and pregnant women were secretly moved through the streets of Cabal throughout the night uh, and up to seconds before the ISIS detonated, you know, boom. Into hundreds, uh, mass hundreds in Afghans seeking safety and freedom. Um, Jack Pasobic tweeted out, breaking: U.S. Special Forces veterans coordinated their own privately funded operations to go into Afghanistan and evacuate their allies. Thursday morning, the group said that has brought around 500 allies to the airport in Cabal overnight. Now, if this deadline of Biden is ever hit, I think we can th- properly thank these vets. Uh, Biden was saying that there's going to be a, a 31st. Um, total removal. Everything should be done by the 31st. Um, at the time, it looked like that was completely not possible in, in at all, based on the rate that they were evacuating people, based on a lot of the empty planes that were leaving that place. But if that deadline is ever hit, if everybody is ever out, pff, the Biden administration had nothing to do with it. It's literally, this is like the, the free market of, of army right here. <laughs> um, so, They're doing the Lord's work. They're doing God's work. This should be completely supported by the mainstream media, by the left, the people who claim that we need to save the world, migrants this, migrants that. You think that people on the left would be supporting that. You think the mainstream media would be supporting that. It goes exactly with their entire agenda to take care of the entire world. You got literally military vets going in there, risking their own lives, Most likely, it appears, for no compensation at all. They're doing it because they they feel the need to do it and they actually want to do some good stuff. And they're going out there risking their lives to save the same people that the left wants to take care of. But how do they get treated? How do do these vets and military service members get treated by the military and the left? Extremely poorly. I mean, kneeling for the flag, that's just one little tiny example. Now Vice News and others are calling U.S. Marines kneel and words. N-A-Z-I-S. I can't say it unless um, we're going to get flagged. So. so Vice News and others claim that U.S. Marines are neo-N-words. N-A-Z-I-S. Can't say the word or else we get demonetized. Shortly after the boom boom in Afghanistan, multiple service members were killed. Uh, Vice News shared a tweet suggesting that many Marines are neo-Ns. Uh, hey vice the internet forever you're a trash loser tweeting this out on the day the marines were killed delete your account that's what someone responded to vice and this is the vice tweet while many vets are being outed as far-right extremists one branch keeps popping up when it comes to neo nens the united states marine corps and i believe there was probably a whole entire article about that so Let's continue reading. The news outlet posted an article Thursday titled, Why Are So Many Marines Neo-Ns? And then shared it on Twitter. In the article, the writer claimed that the anecdotal evidence to suggest that U.S. Marine Corps members often hold extremist beliefs and belong to far-right groups. The article of the tweet were both posted around the same time it was announced that 11 Marines were killed and others were injured in an explosion. The number of Marines offed has since increased to 13. Dan Crenshaw took to Twitter and criticized them, and he said this, Meanwhile, at Vice, this is crap they are posting. This is how liberals think. We lost 11 Marines today, F-U-A-holes. Vice News then deleted the tweet, but the article is still up on their website. Crenshaw was not the only one to blast Vice for their tweet. Tim Young tweeted out, The corporate media is busy dancing on the graves of our military today. Vice felt that they needed to reach this disgusting story in the middle of a horrible day. they since deleted the tweet. Despite growing concerns of the attack, evacuation efforts will continue, and Biden will, and the administration will keep the August 31st deadline to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan. Now, it is obviously completely clear, without a shadow of a doubt, that the left and the mainstream media and the corporate establishment media absolutely hates our military and the service members and the people that are literally going out there getting exploded to save the lives of these soon-to-be refugees, due to the actions of the Biden administration, you got Bernie Sanders going out there saying, "Oh, what Biden does was so so brave, so brave what Biden does," and, they, and he supports it. Now we got to take care of all these millions of refugees. Let's do this, you know. Like what the, the people out there that are making sure these people are getting out alive are the same people you're kneeling for. You're kneeling for that flag. The same people that you're not supporting are the ones that are actually going out there and saving the lives of these people. And you're—it's—none of it makes any sense. And I I feel like I should get shirts that say none of this makes any sense. Anything the left says and does is literally an instant and automatic contradiction— of what they be, what they claim to believe and what they're saying, they don't they don't care about migrants not being created. They don't care about refugees not being created. They don't care about them actually being saved. All that they want is for us, I guess, to just exhort, ex- exacerbate all of our resources, not not just give them all of our resources, make them come here, and also put us at potential risk for their safety, instead of maybe a proper withdrawal plan from Afghanistan that will keep them a little bit more sustainable than just completely getting obliterated in a couple days, forcing them into becoming refugees. Maybe instead of that, um, instead of busing them all into America where potential high-risk people will exploit that, instead of bringing them all here, why don't we fix the problems there? It seems like a no-brainer. Hey, you got millions of refugees in a country from across from across the entire world on the other side of the, of the map. We have two options. One, we can make sure that they're safe, make sure we do a proper withdrawal plan, make sure they're at least somewhat equipped um, to handle themselves. Or two, uh, we can let their country fall to terrorist rule, empower the terrorists, empower our U.S. enemies like China— uh, give them a $3 trillion plot of land and a country to rule, create migrants, and then ship the migrants here at potential high risk of US citizens. What, what seems like a better solution? Obviously, whatever wasn't done is the better solution. But the left doesn't think like that. It's, it's, it's a weird phenomenon. So, South Wales eases COVID restrictions for vaccinated people. And I want you to, we're going to carefully read exactly what they said. Uh, Let's see, Australia. In NSW, you will soon get more freedoms. If you are vaccinated, the state will allow you to be outdoors for one hour of recreation. This is on top of the one hour allowance of exercise. (laughs) This is more draconian than communist China. So that is right. They're going to grant you your freedoms by allowing you to go outside for one hour of the day. Absolutely insane. Let's continue reading. Breaking September 13th. Uh, NSW residents and they're fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be given new freedoms. This is the thing. This is the difference between how the other parts of the world thinks versus how we think in America. In America, we believe our freedoms are pretty much our own personal right granted to us by God. Like God gave us these freedoms and the government should be there at the very least to protect those freedoms, not to restrict those freedoms. Where other parts of the world believe that your freedoms are granted to you by government. And I believe that's probably a leftover, archaic ideology that's that kind of been left over by the era of kings and queens. That's what it seems like. So, but hey, where this is, this, the, the reason why America is the world's superpower is because we believe that our freedoms are granted to us by a higher power, not by the government. So let's continue reading. Residents of hotspot can leave home for an hour of recreation on top of their exercise hour, while people in other areas can meet five others outdoors. Uh, let's see. Earlier uh, this month, Australian military personnel was sent to Sydney to enforce restrictions in a city as the state went into lockdown. A stay-at-home order was put into place and citizens were allowed to shop for essentials, get medical care, exercise outdoors with one other person, and go to work if they couldn't work from home. Lockdown measures were set to end late August, but were extended into September. Small groups of fully vaccinated people can meet outdoors, but local government areas uh, are a little more restricted. There are 12 LGAs marked as areas of concern, and they face restrictions, including a curfew and limits of outdoor exercise. Starting September 13th, people in these areas will be allowed to leave home for one hour of recreation every day on top of their hour of exercise, they said. In a couple of weeks... In the local government areas, concerned families and households will be able to go out. Okay, whatever. A household wants to partake in the recreation hour must have an adult vaccinated with proof. That is the key. As long as the adult and the family are all vaccinated, they can demonstrate proof of vaccination. Recreation time must occur between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m. and has to take place within 5 kilometers of the person's house. Different households aren't allowed to mix are not, if you're in a different household, you're not allowed to mix with that household. For people that live outside of LGA, gathering outdoors with up to five people can occur with, uh, without time restrictions. These gatherings must be in person. Okay, if that, that is absolutely insane. The, this, these last few years, I think probably since Trump, has really showed the globalists and the left and the Democrats of the world— they they're true colors they're trying to completely have complete authoritarian tyrannical control over your everyday lives and we're seeing it happen in first world countries this is not happening uh, well i don't know if it's happening there they have uh, other these other countries like you know these third world countries like pakistan and whatnot they have they have different problems um, tyrannical problems as well but You expect to see stuff like this happening in like random parts of Africa, random parts of the Middle East. You don't expect something like this to happen in Australia or the UK or parts of Europe or even in parts of America. Canada, maybe you expect that because Canada's super socialist. But you don't expect things to happen in those areas. You'll expect something awful and draconian like this to happen in places like just, you know, third world countries. I'll just say Brazil. I don't think Brazil is, is as bad anymore. I don't know, but you get what I'm saying, like Chile, I don't know, or some, Uganda, I don't know, you expect stuff like that to happen in these, these off, random countries that have, you know, uh, emerging economies at, at the very least, you don't expect that stuff, this stuff to happen in, in these first world countries, these more developed countries. Uh, it's absolutely completely insane. I don't even have to, I don't even have to tell you that. And the left that believes they're fighting against the establishment, they believe that they're fighting against uh, the overlords are literally succumbing and, and bending the knee to their overlord's demands. Uh, they want some people want to be ruled. Uh, some people want to be free. the left clearly, without a doubt wants to be ruled. So a judge strips an Illinois mom of custody of her son until she gets vaccinated. An Illinois mother uh, has had her parental rights removed because she refuses to get vaccinated against COVID-19. A judge in Cook County, USA, has stripped a mother of custody of her son for not being vaccinated against COVID-19. She will not be allowed to see her son until she's been vaccinated. Rebecca uh, Furlett is appealing the decision. Rebecca Furlitt uh, says Cook... County Judge James Shapiro made the decision to strip her custody until she gets vaccinated. I miss my son more than anything. It's been very difficult. I haven't seen him since August 10th, Flirt told Fox 32 Chicago. Flirt said that she does not wish to receive the vaccine due to previous bad reactions to other vaccines. She had divorced uh, for seven years and shared custody of her son with her with the ex-husband. The discussion, uh, Flirt said uh, he has... He is he's placing his views on me and taking my son away from me. A Chicago mom, mother says a Cook County judge has taken away her parental rights. after learning learn that she has not been vaccinated against COVID-19. Uh, why isn't this being covered more? That's what somebody just tweeted out. Um, this, is, see, this is, I believe, from the attorney. Uh, the trial court clearly extended its authority in uh, suspending the mother's parental time when the issue before the court was child support. The father did not bring the issue before the court. The mother did not know her parenti- parenting time was being discussed when she went to the Zoom court in August 10th. The judge deprived her of notice, and in full hearing of the issue, the issue is now before the Illinois' Appellate ap- court. Uh, the ex-husband has is being represented by whatever who said that the support of the judge who said they support the judge's decision there are children who have blanked because of COVID. i think every child should be safe and i agree that the mother should be vaccinated that is absolute not only is this disgusting by the judge doing such a thing this is also a disgusting falsity uh that is completely being expressed by the ex-husband's lawyer absolutely gross and disgusting. And guess what? They know they're lying. They know they're full of it, and this is what they're doing. They're doing these shady tactics to get custody of their kids. Hey, hey, how can we how can we hit hit the mom? How can we oh, let's let's go the whole vaccine route. It is an absolute fact that children, especially younger children, pretty much the younger you go, the less risk of COVID you are. They are more likely to get off by the flu than from COVID. And that's a complete fact documented on paper. I think kids are more likely to die from falling furniture than from COVID. Don't quote me on that one. Um, I could, you can probably look it up. It's probably correct or somewhat correct. But what? Maybe, maybe they should go the route. If I was a lawyer, I would do this. I would go in there and I would say, yeah, well, I have all my furniture bolted down to the floor in my house. Ex-husband, do you have all your furniture bolted down in your house? Because guess what? Just like COVID, kids are more likely to die from falling furniture. And I believe that is an unsafe environment for that child. More unsafe than me being unvaccinated. Because... And, and this is, if that statistic is true, if the statistic isn't true, just insert a different statistic in a different situation. I think you guys get what I'm saying. If it's not falling furniture, it'd be chandeliers flung. If it's not that, it'll be, you know, glass or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, we're getting hit by a car. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You could insert a different statistic in a different situation. And I would use that against him. I'd be like, wait, so if this is okay, why is that not Okay. So I want you to bolt down your floors. I want you to rope off your block. I want you to do this, that, 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 and the other thing for the safety of the child. Because if we're going to play that game with COVID, we can play that game with this. So either that's okay, either either it's all okay, or it's all not okay. Pick your poison. If I was a lawyer, I would do that. I wish I was a lawyer. I wish I could go and just lawyer and just defend. But no, don't have time for eight years of schooling. And- um, thank you guys for watching. Please, if like, subscribe to the BuzzFeed on a new single day. Let's pray for this mother. Let's hope that she gets her kid back, um... If you guys do support me and want to help me keep doing this show, these videos get demonetized a lot, don't make much money, and I work probably like eight hours a day trying to bring you guys conservative, real news content. So if you do support me, please become an either Patreon member, YouTube channel member, or a Facebook member. We greatly appreciate it. It helps fund and support my show. If you are a cheap son of a bitch and you don't want to do any, I'm just joking, if if you don't feel like doing any of that, you can support me for free by just going and subscribing to the podcast channel and listen to the podcast on the podcast apps because that's not demonetized. That's at least. Earning some revenue, so the Joey Saladino show and all the podcast apps. You can always just uh, support me there for free by just subscribing and, and listening to the show as well. Um, yeah, thanks for watching. Peace out.